Happy Thursday, Razorback fans. Two days away from Arkansas at BYU at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in Provo, Utah. 2.30 kickoff is going to be on ESPN. There's a chance of it being on ABC, but of course Arkansas has lost three games in a row, so I don't know if they want to put that team on on the, on, on the ABC game. So you still get an ESPN. It's a cool game, Arkansas-BYU. BYU is 4-2, and two. Arkansas is 3-3. Three and three. Both teams need a win. We've talked about that this week. Um, a lot, you know, this is a big game. You don't want to say must win because every game should be must win, but this is, you know, that type of feel, especially for Arkansas. And I'm, I'm sure for BYU, they feel that way as well. Kalani Sataki, their head coach, he said that, you know, we're in the same boat as Arkansas. And so <clears throat> should be interesting. Robert and I, uh, I got Robert Stewart with, with me. I'm Mason Choate. This is the Gridiron Hawks podcast. Robert and I were talking before this recording how we don't really have much of a gauge for this game um it's hard because it is an an out of conference opponent BYU an independent uh team so it it's hard especially midseason to flip from hey we're covering you know an SEC team we've got a good gauge on on the other SEC teams specifically SEC West and then you're going to a to play a team like BYU, and I'm sure we'll feel the same way later on when they play Liberty here in a, in a few weeks. Um, but from what we can tell, this is a BYU team that has a talented quarterback. They're very, they're a very, very veteran team. They've got some big guys. Sam Pittman talked about how one of the things that stands out to him the most is their size because he was asked about, you know, their stats, like what kind of stats from BYU stands out to you. And he said, I don't – I mean, they don't really stand out to me as far as stats go, but their size, that's what stands out to me. So, um, <clears throat> Arkansas is going to have to – they're going to have to be on their A game for this one. And we'll we'll get to that. I I'm gonna, I want to talk today about why I think Arkansas will win this game. Robert, you can take it wherever you want, but that's, that's the stance I'm going to take. I think the Hogs are going to get a win. I think they'll bounce back going into the bye week. But kind of tell me how you're feeling right now, Robert. You said before we recorded that, you know, you don't really know how to feel, but kind of go into that a little bit more. Yeah, so, I mean, BYU's been in the top 25 for most of the season, right? So it, it would that, – that would indicate that they are a good team. But at the same time, I feel like Arkansas could easily just flex the SEC card, you know? Like one thing you said you don't – we don't really know how to – how to gauge uh, BYU compared to other SEC teams. One thing we have heard leading up to the game throughout the week is the, I mean, the, the one, one tangible similarity is size. We've heard Jordan Dominic say it. We've heard Sam Pittman mention it. You know, these, these guys, at, at least the offensive line are, are SEC sized. Um, so there is that, but, you know, and, and I think the line moving from, from being, uh, from BYU being the favorite to now Arkansas being the favorite, it it confuses me even further. Like I just think there there are so many outcomes that that could happen, and you know I mentioned it before we started, but I think and I've written about it. I feel like countless times this year, but I feel like the turnover battle is going to play a huge factor in this one. I mean, it's been weeks since I say weeks. I guess they turned Alabama over 
the the Dwight McLaughlin interception. Um, but it, it feels like weeks since they've had a meaningful turnover on defense, right? Because um, I don't think anything came of of that McLaughlin interception because it was so far in their own territory. Um, but I mean, they're gonna have to come out uh, in the on the positive side of the turnover margin, and they're they're gonna have to be able to do something with those turnovers because. I mean, that was that was key in those first two wins. Um, you know, the the three turnovers to no turnovers in the Missouri State game is the only thing. They kept that one close. And, I mean, just one turnover in, in the three games since. And I don't think it's a coincidence that they've lost all three. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as turnovers go, it's going to be tough because BYU, as far as turnovers lost, they're third in the nation, tied for third. They've only given up – they've only turned the ball over twice, and that was two interceptions from their quarterback, Jaron Hall. Um, Arkansas, they've turned it over eight times. That's tied for 54th in the nation. As far as turnovers force go, both teams not that great. Arkansas has a slight edge. They've forced seven turnovers. That's tied for 88th. And then BYU has forced six. That's tied for 106th out of 131 teams. So – it's going to be tough to to get BYU to turn the ball over. Like we mentioned, veteran team, uh, experienced. They they don't really put the ball in danger. It seems like, and the two <clears throat> the two times that it has, it comes from your your quarterback. And you know, at some point, that's just going to happen. Um, so I and you mentioned how BYU is a ranked team, or they have been a ranked team for for most of the season. And I I kind of want to look at their schedule and say, I feel like they were ranked for most of the season because of one win, and that was over Baylor in overtime. Um, They got a win over South Florida, who I don't know if South Florida has won a game this season. They've got a win over Baylor, who that was a, that was a very, you know, highly touted matchup going into that. Then they lost by 21 points to Oregon. Then they beat Wyoming, who – I looked at their schedule. They've got a couple other wins, but they don't look like incredible. They've got a win over Utah State, thirty-eight to twenty-six, where they had to struggle. And Utah State has a loss to an FCS team, and then they lost to Notre Dame last weekend. So I really think that Baylor win kept them in. Of course, they were ranked preseason, but I think once they, you know, started two and zero with a win over Baylor, um, and then they lose to Oregon. You know, I think they were just ranked because of that win over Baylor. They're still a good team. I'm not I'm not saying that they're not a good team, but we talk about rankings. Rankings are really just based off of who you beat, you know. Right. And it sounds like neither team has been particularly impressive since the second game of the season. Yeah, no, I can I can get behind that. Um you talked about the turnover battle. There's something else I wanted to bring up. Oh, uh BYU's rush defense. This is where Arkansas is going to win the game, Robert. Um, Arkansas is going to have to run the ball like that's and that's what Arkansas wants to do, you know. Especially with KJ Jefferson at quarterback, I thought it was you know Malik Hornsby ran the ball a lot, but they were letting him air the ball out, and I don't see why they don't let KJ Jefferson do that. Like you saw them take more shots down the field with Malik Hornsby than they have in a single game with KJ Jefferson this this year. So maybe that game opens up the offense. Either way, no matter who the quarterback is, or maybe they were just down by so much that they were trying to make something happen. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think it has a lot to do with the the hole they were already in. Um, you know, it was it was a slow start. I mean, that's tell you what, if if Arkansas is going to be BYU, they are going to have to address that because it's been two straight weeks with disastrous starts. Um, they they definitely need to find that uh, first quarter like they played in Arlington where they scored twice. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the reinsertion of of KJ Jefferson into this Razorback offense is of course, going to make the the rushing attack more dynamic. I mean, not to say Malik Cornsby isn't a great runner because he is, but, I mean, K.J. Jefferson is just so powerful as a runner. And, I mean, you know they're going to use him probably 15-plus times. Um, and, and, of course, that should open up some good looks uh, in the passing game, too. I mean, again, Hornsby made some great throws when he needed to, but he also missed a couple, so – you know, it's you're getting QB one back. It's huge. I think it's going to be very beneficial for all all fast all facets of the Arkansas offense. And uh, I mean, if they can just hold on to the ball, extend drives, keep the defense off the field, then I mean, one one would think they'd be, you know, in in line for a win. Yeah, keeping the defense off the field would be huge. I I look at it this way. BYU gives up 175 rushing yards per game. That's ranked 100th in the nation. Um, Arkansas has to take advantage of that because BYU's passing defense is good. They're giving up less than 200 yards passing to opponents. Um, that's that's good for 25th in the country. They're they're giving up 190 yards passing uh, to opponents this season. So Arkansas, um, they're gonna have to you know. Go in there like you're an SEC team. You're built like an SEC team. Go in there and just run the ball down their throats. Control the time of possession. Like you said, keep your defense off the field because your defense is easily the weakest part of your team. It's not even close. Um, you got to keep those guys off the field. Don't give them a chance to give up You know, a big play, a momentum-shifting play in front of that incredible crowd. That's gonna It's going to be a wideout. It's going to be a sold-out crowd. Don't give BYU a chance to stick in the game. Like, you you can't get off to a slow start. That was something I asked Sam Pivot about. He said – and he was like, yeah, we've been working on that. Okay, well, it's not working. And so he said that they're still going to focus on it some more. Um, they've been outscored 49 to nothing to start the past two games until they scored their first points. It's it's worth noting that one of the things he he did say in his long-winded answer to you is that maybe they're going to consider receiving, electing to receive if they win the coin toss. Because you know we brought it up last week. It's like you know one thing that Arkansas is really good at this year is winning the coin toss, and they've always elected to defer. Which you know I I generally I agree with, but when when the first quarter has been so atrocious recently. Maybe you need to change things up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they got they got to do what they what they can. You know, you got to figure something out. It's going to help to have KJ back, but offensively, you're going to have to get out to a hot start. What was it? I think they haven't scored a touchdown on an opening drive since the South Carolina game. I, I might be wrong on that, but I think that that was the last time they scored a touchdown on the opening drive of the game. They're Arkansas. They just. They've got to start fast. If you dig yourself in a hole like this, you're going to look – it's going to look like it did against Mississippi State. You dug yourself in a hole against Alabama. You were able to get back in it because, you know, you had the help of your home crowd. 
you know, of course, Bryce Young went out. That There were different factors going into that. But when you dig yourself a hole um, at Davis-Wade Stadium, you're not digging out of it. If you dig yourself a hole at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're not digging out of it. So get off to a, a hot start. I think they can. I think Arkansas is going to go into this game wanting to prove something, not only to people, but I think they want to prove to themselves, hey, we're still a good football team. And so I really think that they've changed their mindset after these three losses. You, I feel like with Sam Pittman, it's just you can tell he's down, but you can tell he's hungry. Like he's talking like, we're doing whatever we can to figure this out. We he And what I really liked from him was we've identified the problems. He said this on Wednesday. We've identified the problems, and now we have to go and, and fix them in the game. Like, you can only do so much to fix things in practice. you got to go in there, fix the problems in the game. They know what's going wrong because they've had so much going wrong that now they can see, like, hey, these are all of our issues. Let's fix them. So – I think that they have a chance of doing that this Saturday. And uh, tomorrow on the Gridiron Hawks podcast, we'll talk about, you know, score predictions. We'll have our bet Saracen lines, odds, player props, all that. We'll give our score predictions, and we'll also have our, our score prediction story over at hawkbeat.com. But I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I'm picking Arkansas to win this game. I'll say that right now, Robert. I mean, based on everything you said today, it, it, it all checks out. So I, I can't I can't fault you for doing that. Um I, I need some more time to think about it because the thing is, I, I just need to be I need to be convinced of of something happening. And I'm not convinced of anything in this game happening yet. As far, what do you mean convinced of something happening? Like I like I I just don't feel strongly about anything that might happen. Like, you know, like I don't I just I just don't feel strong what? enough to make a prediction yet. <laughs> OK. All right. Um, we'll end with that. Uh, we got a couple notes to hit. I want to remind you about our sponsors over at MyPerfectFranchise.net. But before we do, we have a programming update. For the loyal listeners of the Gridiron Hawks podcast, we are going to move after the bye week. Uh, after the bye week, we are going to move to three episodes a week, no longer daily. Uh, to put it simply, daily made sense through fall camp and early on in the season because there was a lot going on, uh, news coming out every day, uh, a lot of things to get to. You didn't really know the team yet, um, a lot of stuff to talk about. Now we're at the point, you know, after the bye week, Arkansas will be seven games in. You know who the team is. There's not really any news coming out throughout the week. The practices, we're not seeing anything interesting aside from, you know, freshman wide receivers moving to defensive back. So it, it makes sense to go to three episodes a week, not only um, because, you know, that's slightly easier on us and our schedule, but also what it is is we don't want to be sitting here and repeating ourselves over and over again, you know. And we don't want to have those those episodes where it's like, you know, can Rocket Sanders hit a thousand yards? I feel like that's just pointless and it wastes everybody's time because it's like he's either going to hit it or not. If we talk about it, it's not going to make him get it. So stuff like that. We're going to move to three days a week. It'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that will happen after the bye week. All right. Uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net, very thankful for their sponsorship on our podcast if you're a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands, 
Uh, call Andy Ledecky. He's a longtime Rivals member and franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. He uses that expertise and knowledge to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy. Put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you have absolutely nothing to lose. His number is 404-973-9901 or visit MyPerfectFranchise.net to get started today. It is a great opportunity. It's a thorough process, and they'll help you get set up um, for success in the future. All right. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow on the Gridiron Hogs podcast. Thank you.